Welcome back to another episode of Words from the B-Side. Of course, I'm your girl, Coach Nita, and I am so glad you were able to come kick it with me for another episode. Hopefully, you guys are having a great week. You know, I typically post these on Thursdays, so the week is almost over. And so I'm hoping you guys have a great weekend. I have so much going on. I'm always so full. There is always so much going on. So uh, in the times that I think I will have a little downtime, that is not really what is happening in my life. So you guys have some downtime for me. I think this weekend I have like some community service and some different things going on and dinner with my cousin and, you know, hanging out with my kids and my mom's just going to be really full. So I was looking forward to some rest, but yeah, right. That doesn't happen as often as it needs to. And it's funny because I always tell my clients to care for themselves, but I guess, you know, to a certain degree, uh, I do fit those things in maybe not as much as I should. So the struggle is real, but I still attempt to do what I can do because I don't like to tell people to care for themselves and take care of themselves and, you know, put self care first and then I don't do it. So, you know, I teach you the tips and tricks that I like to implement for me, but it's still a daily struggle when you're a busy person like I am. You're a busy body like me running a business, working a full time job, have kids and other obligations and different things like that. So you have to learn to make it work. But anyway, I wanted to get into the segment Ear to the Street just because the interview is a decent link. I know people's attention spans are pretty short. So hopefully you enjoy the interview with Trina of Aloma Life Coaching. She's an intuitive love coach and we're going to be talking about dating. So for the Ear to the Street segment, I kind of wanted to really talk a little bit about there's so much stuff going on in the news, really. In real life, life is just full of craziness. Uh, we have 16 candidates running for president on the Democratic ticket. I don't know how they think people who already don't read and pay attention to what's going on and they just close their eyes and pick the person they like the best or they vote based on popularity are going to actually pay attention to 16 different people and try to figure that out. So I need you guys to meet together and really work through what that looks like when you want a strong Democratic ticket against the clown that we currently have in the White House. I need y'all to think that thing through. You know what else I want to talk about? I want to talk about today I actually saw and it's a little it's it's sad but it's enlightening at the same time today Wendy went on her show and talked about her struggle with addiction and the sacrifice she made to regardless to the addiction that she had go back and get help and being that I am a life coach I thought it was really significant and key to kind of bring that up. You know, I think that we in our community uh, make getting help, seeking help, we make it so taboo. We make it seem like we're crazy if we actually seek help. We think we can fix everything on our own or we can fix everything through prayer. 
And for those of you who follow me, you know, I'm such a woman of faith. I trust and believe in God with all of my heart. I pray, you know, I teach my children to pray. I believe in the power of prayer. I understand the connection to uh, my source that prayer allows me to have the, the transformation in your life that you can get through prayer. I understand it, but I also know that faith without works is just faith. It's not faith in motion. It's not faith in action. And we have to get help. You know, that's what it's for. And so to see her get on TV and she she got on TV and she told us, you know, that she is in a program where she is getting help for the addiction with cocaine that she suffered with in her past. Because even though she never sought help and she stopped and she's not on drugs today, there are pain points in her life that still exist that weren't taken care of. There are still wounds that have not healed and left scars for her. So the pain that she is in and she's experienced in her life that led her to drugs in the first place is something that she felt in her life today she needed to deal with. And I honor her for that. I respect her for that. I think it was so admirable for her to get up there and tell her truth to the world with all the followers that she has. So what I would say is that the message that should come forth from that is under no circumstances should you ever be ashamed or scared of what your story is. And never, ever should you back away from back down to or be ashamed of the pain that you feel you should stand up to it by getting help for it. So for anyone that that was for or needed that, please, please, please be mindful that there is help out there for you. And it's never too late to get it. You know, that's, I think, another thing that she was able to share with us through her her story that she told us today. I won't touch on any other news just specifically because we beat these horses to death and there's just so much negativity going on. So I just really wanted to say those two things because they were two things that were highlighted for me this week that were things that were on my mind. So I wanted to kind of bring those up. And as far as just even going back to the presidential candidates and the presidential election, no matter how many people are running, you have to pick your people and you have to do the research. You know, I'm a proponent for not just picking who's popular or who you rock with the most because you feel they're the most relatable based on how they look or the things that they say. Dig deep into who they are because the information is available and the information is out there. And if you have questions, then you go and you you seek the answers and you figure that out and you make sure that that person still works for you. Because we really need to pick a person moving forward that's going to have the best interest of the country in mind and that can turn it back around in the direction that it was going under President Obama before we got what we have now. So anyway, again, the interview that you are about to hear is with me and Trina. I love her. I met her through some coaching group on Facebook. And I, you know, the closer that I get to my creator and the more evolved that I become as a woman, I can read energy so much better. And I realize how real energy is, right? And I read her energy immediately. I went to one of her events and just been in love with her ever since. She's an intuitive love coach. Like I said earlier, um, her business is called Aloma Life Coaching, and I will post all of her information with the 
podcast um, when I post it so that you can reach her if ever you want her coaching services. Uh, She's a beautiful soul. And I wanted to bring her on to talk about dating again after being hurt, specifically for me, because it was a topic that was on my heart based on where I am in my life right now. You know, I, I have men who pursue me. I have men who like me. I have men that I might like a little bit, you know, little something, something. But I also realized that there are some things that I still deal with that I'm still processing through. And I wanted to know how to tackle that. You know, I wanted to be able to talk to her about tackling that because I'm not the only woman who has experienced pain at the hands of someone that she loved. So listen to this interview. I think we laughed, we joked, but everything about it is really serious when you have made a decision that you're going to choose yourself, you're going to deal with your pain and you're going to get on that path to being able to be in alignment with the person that matches you. And so when you're dating, you know, you have to have clarity of mind and clarity of self. And so I think we touched a lot on those things. So if you have any questions, definitely hit up one of us to ask, but do enjoy the interview and I'll see you guys on the other side. All right. All right, Miss Trainer. So first of all, before we even get started, I want you to introduce yourself to my audience. Okay. Well, I am Trina Aloma of Aloma Life Coaching. I am your intuitive love coach. I'm the coach for the souls who are ready to open their heart up to love and life again. And 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 give a word that people want to hear. You know, we're talking about dating and you already know me. You done had a couple conversations about this. Yeah. So, you know, I ain't even all the way at my best with this type of stuff. <laughs> so, you know, we're going to pray through this. Yes. So I asked you to come on because for one, like you said, you're the love coach. You talk a lot about not just internal love and how you love yourself, but also loving others, getting out there, dating and those type of things. So today I kind of want to just talk a little bit about dating and how you even begin to do it. Because I know even for me, um, getting back out there after having experienced you know, like really experiencing like deep, deep heartbreak. Like some of us can love and really love deeply, but it's hard to attempt to love like that again when your heart has been broken, right? So I think for me, the beginning would even be once you've been crushed, okay? (laughs) Once you've been crushed, like your soul down to your soul, like how do you even, how do you even know that you're ready to even do it again? Right, right. Well, you know, I was married for 23 years before uh, mm-hmm. my divorce, right? Mm-hmm. And um, the thing with, okay, so there's, there's like two sides to it. So one side is uh, those folks who are leaving a relationship and, and they're already divorced before they actually go through the process. They've already separated their emotions and everything and they go through the mm-hmm. process. Now, mm-hmm. That's where I was. And then other people who are, you know, still kicking and screaming, you know, like me, in another relationship, you know, trying to figure out what went wrong and what happened. And for either side, uh, my thoughts about it is you, you have to heal first before you even think about dating because right. otherwise you're going to keep following to the same thing over and over again because you haven't healed and 
also in that healing, you get the lesson. Mm-hmm. And uh, whatever that lesson is for whomever it is, you know, you don't, it's just like school. You don't go to the next grade until you pass the lesson. Right. If you don't get that. You're going to continue to repeat and repeat and repeat. You know, when you say, uh, when you talk about you have to heal first, I'll say from my perspective, you know, even all the growth that I've done and I'm actually in the space now where I'm ready to date and I'm receptive to those things and I talk to men and I entertain all those things. Mm -hmm. Um, But when we talk about healing, you and I both know in what we do and who we are and how enlightened we are today, that committing to that process is very difficult to do because there's a lot of things you have to face in it. But then what I would say, even as far as the dating, when you, there has to come a time in the brokenness that you even know you need to be healed. Where do you even, how do you even approach that for dating when you're just, you may not even know that you need to accept healing and that you need to enter into the process. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, because a lot of times a lot of people get stuck in the in the morning is what I call it. Mm. They get stuck in the morning is because that's a familiar space. And mm-hmm. sometimes that and sometimes that heartache is a you know, it's a familiar space. And so I'd rather mm. be heartache and I'd rather go through every little piece of my past relationship instead of facing I gotta start back over again. Yeah. So we go through this process and you know, in mourning is individual. Everybody take their time to go through that process where you know, uh, you know, you you, the sadness and the anger and everything, you go through the process. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we get stuck in it because it's a little bit more familiar to us and less frightful than to say, okay, no, I got to come back and start back over again and, and risk. And so, right. first of all, so if you're still in it, especially, you know, like I said, there's certain times that you go through it. But once you've broken up and you know that it's done, okay, first you have to get your mindset around that. Yeah. Is the relationship done? Is the relationship that you're out of done? And what that means is you're looking at it as you actually have to look at it as, you know, we have this hope maybe he'll come back or maybe she'll mm. come back or maybe this will work. Back. And we have all those things up in our head about yes, what's happen. And mm-hmm. we keep ourselves in a space where they can find us. So the first thing you got to understand is if you don't move, if you don't move, you just inviting the same thing that you broke up with. Mm. So when you move forward, you kind of force that person to uh, look at and see that, okay, um, I can't just go back to where I was. I have to do something. So mm-hmm. it's, it kind of forces them to grow as well. And if they get stuck there, then they're stuck there. That's where they're supposed to be, mm-hmm. or at least not with you. So you keep moving. So the first thing you have to understand is you have to keep moving because if you don't, that person only can come back to you where they left you at. Mm. If you broke up, you broke up for a reason. You don't want to be in that space. You want to move forward. And so, to know that you need healing. And like I said, it's just when you have, it's going to sound like I'm just like, it's just, okay, that just don't, that's too easy. But the truth of the matter is to know that you need healing is when you know that it's okay for you to talk to somebody else. It's okay without the restrictions, without all the fear, you know, because we're human, that's going to be some fear. But um, when you know, when you're in that point where, you know what, I'm ready to try it again. Yeah. Uh, understanding that I can't hold this person responsible for what this person did. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to learn how to trust our intuition again instead of mm-hmm. relying on our experiences to judge other folk uh, who come in our lives. So it's, yeah. a, it's a process. And a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't realize it until they're at that point, right? Like, you know, why can't I find anybody? Uh, why is everybody like so and so? Mm-hmm. Or why everybody I run into is like this? It's because there is where your healing lies. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, you know, there's some healing to be done. You, you said something really powerful I want to go back to. Mm-hmm. You, when we are talking about healing, mm-hmm. and when you're saying that, you know, we don't enter into the process, that leaves us in the place that they left us and they can find us in that place. And that right there is something I think people need to take into consideration, right? I spent... Um, transparency i spent a year thinking that he was just gonna get it together he was gonna figure it out you know because i'm so great and wonderful and he just ain't gonna never find nobody else like me and then you know and what he you know who who gonna be able to replace me nobody you know because i'm this i'm that i'm all that but the reality of the situation is no matter who you are if they aren't in a place that they can see you they're never gonna see you so you can't stay there where you are, like you said, in a place that they can find you because you know what? They will revisit and not right. because they want more. They're going right. to come back because they know you're accessible. So exactly. they're going to get from you whatever it is they can get. And then they're going to go oh, on and do whatever it was they was going to do. Yep. And so exactly. the key, like you said, is to once you realize why it's, it's over, Mm-hmm. I think that's step number one. It's over. Yeah. And I know, let me see. It's over for these reasons. And so that's not salvageable. Right. Be, be honest in why it's over. So then that way you can move into the acceptance and the healing because you can't even get to the healing until you accept why it's over and all the reasons why it's over. Exactly. exactly. You know, so that's exactly. key. Like what you're saying, that's, mm-hmm. that's key. I mean, I think sometimes too, and you tell me your take on this, when a relationship ends and and it's a break that's really hard Mm -hmm. and you weren't the one that initiated the break because you were sticking in there hoping it was going to work out. Right, right. You know, it's hard to let go because it wasn't your choice. Right. Yeah. What do you think people should do in those cases? I mean, I know, I know, I know what I had to get to, but there are people who just haven't arrived. So what advice will you give those people? Um, What I would say is this, that there's those rare occasions where you are just totally blindsided. You know, we, what, what happened? You leaving? What happened? I don't know what's going on, right? You're totally blindsided. But the majority of the time, you have been, like you said, you've been holding on, hoping things have changed, right? Mm-hmm. So you've been holding on, and instead of living in that moment of the stuff and the struggle and all the other stuff that's going on, you're still looking at what could be. And yeah. instead of, uh, and you're so lost in what could be, you're not looking at the here and now. So you are like fantasizing about that instead of what the reality of what it was. So if you look at the reality of it, so if you're going through something where you're fighting constantly, you're uh, arguing, you, you know, 
people going in and, you know, whatever it is that you're going through, that, that time is not like a pleasant time. Mm-hmm. So the question becomes, why would you want to stay in that space? Unless right. you're still, unless you're doing the future, I always talk about future fantasizing where you have this picture in your mind of what the future is supposed to look like and what it's going to be like, you know, we're going to have these pretty babies and because I'm telling you so many, and I, I, you know, I, I, I don't want to say women. I'm going to say women though, because I'm a woman. So I'm say women because you know, right. We want to be that power couple. We can be the mm. power couple. You know, we got, we can have so much, but the thing is you're, you're, you're talking about a fantasy that hasn't even proven that it can ever get to that point, especially when in the present, he's in your face, either cheating, fighting, beating and everything else. And so you make him you, in your head, you make yourself think, he is this good guy that you that you're imagining, or he's this mm-hmm. person. And not even saying he's a bad person; he's just not the person for you. And this person who's in front of your face in the here and now will probably never be able to fit that picture, at least not with you. So once you kind of get to that point where even with the kicking and the screaming and the holding on and everything else, when you realize that you're kicking and you're screaming and you're holding on, that's not a relationship. That's it's a battle. That's listen. That's a good one, Trina. Because in at the end of the day, not that it's going to be easy, but if you kicking and screaming and fighting, you are evidently kicking and screaming and fighting by yourself. It's, look, if you are in a relationship where you are doing that, uh, fighting for a relationship. You know, a lot of people say you know people want to give up on relationships so easily, and you should fight for your relationship. Yes. You should fight for your relationship if your partner is fighting with you. Yes. If your, partner yes. Is fighting, if your partner is not fighting with you, then it's not fighting for your relationship. You're basically battling each other. Yes. So it's a difference in that thing that you're doing. You know, so you have to you have to be at a place where you can honestly say, is he or is she honestly trying to make this work? Or is she just, you know, just letting it go? Is he mm. just have me doing this for myself and basically making it worse by the things that they're doing. Right. That's yeah. the truth, Lord. And I, so before we even get in down the rabbit hole of healing and, you know, what you're doing in these relationships, because that's where we go on, because this is a lot. We could probably do a whole other podcast. <laughs> I just want to kind of bring us back to center. Right. Okay. And I want to say that we've admitted to being honest with yourself about what it is looking for the lessons and why it's over mm-hmm. committing that you're going to enter into the healing process and be in the healing process no matter how long that takes don't put time limits or stipulations and i want to just caveat that by saying that because you don't know how long your healing is going to take so be graceful you know i always say that be graceful with yourself in that process mm-hmm. but now that you have decided to enter you have begun to heal when does the dating start that, well, it's like you say, you don't put a time on it. Now, I do say mm-hmm. uh, take the time that you need in your healing process. I mm-hmm. don't say take all the time that you need. <laughs> <laughs> I don't take the time that you need to heal, but don't take all the time that you got because that's not healing after a while. After a while, that's just lingering in it. Yes, <laughs> facts. So once you get to a point where you say, where you can say, you know, um, you know, like what, what we do, we kind of help people get through that process, you know, to understand yeah. that, you know, it's done. Let's move on and whatever, you know, keep moving and keep moving. And, and the thing, the truth of the matter is if, they, if they're supposed to be with you, they're going to catch up. 
but yeah. you got to keep moving like like you so you know already about the same place. So when you go through that, you know, don't linger in it. Don't linger in it because if you keep going back and you're trying to remember, you know, you're trying to find stuff to make you hurt. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You know we did. Hey, we do it. We be looking like, let me find that picture where we were happy in. Let me look on Facebook and see who he doing and what he doing and how he Girl, get off that social media. You talking about the rabbit hole. Girl. We'll research every new friend they don't got. On friend block, do not. I'm gonna tell you because that social media trainer will keep you holding. I have been the victim. Yep. I would look all around his friends just to see if mm-hmm. I could see what it is that he's doing. I had yep. to get myself to a place where when another crazy girl told me, "Girl, I wouldn't be on social media doing all of that," I had to check myself because I'm like, I'm like, now she real crazy. Okay, <laughs> she real crazy. Okay, so if she telling me to check myself, right, let me right. back up and get my life. <laughs> and you right. know that's why you getting too you getting too wrapped up in in what's not significant, right? And right. Like said, and, and, and every little post that he make, he can make a post about the sun being shining. You are gonna find a way to make it be about you. About yeah. And, and in that, you stay stuck. Yeah, in your head. Yeah, yeah. So you know how we uh in 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 childbirth, and I don't want to make anybody scream. scream. <laughs> we missed. I can't get it out. Yeah. But you know, in childbirth, that 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 clean cut is always better than that jagged rip. So Girl. sometimes you have to make a clean cut, and just uh, instead of holding it out and, and and tearing it and and twisting and turning that process, just make a clean cut. And just go on about your business. Yes. And we, you said, um, I'm going to just go back to that before we move on. When you said that if they're meant to be there, they'll catch up. Mm-hmm. What I want to just say in addition to that is don't let your healing and your growth and your forward movement be motivated by them catching up. Oh, you know what God. I'm saying? That exactly. should, they them where they are what they mm-hmm. think how they feel because i was consumed by that for a long time yeah. what is he thinking how does he feel oh he used to look at me like this so he might have this feeling or he, oh he was doing this so he probably has that feeling you making, up, making, up stories, right? making up your own story you making the story a story that works for you in the place that you were in in the best way like you said for that jagged cut Mm-hmm. is to release yourself from whatever yeah. you thought was the expectation that you placed exactly. on that individual and just make it about you because right. when you shift that focus to you and what works for you and what's best for you that's when the mindset transformation happens around yeah. what you deserve what you need who you are what you know all those yeah. things that need to line up for you to attract the right person and again exactly. like you said if that's the right person, right. If they'll come the back. Person. If, mm-hmm. because that yep. situation might've been just a lesson for you to determine who you are, what you want, what you need and how to right. get to what you need. So you can change yeah. the energy of the people that you're attracting. Exactly. And, and, you know? and with that, that goes along with that is when I say, you know, keep moving, they may catch up. And you know, if that person is for you, um, a lot of times that person is just a lesson to the next person. Yeah. Rarely do we go to worse. Unless yeah. we just out of our minds, rarely <laughs> do we go down. So right. if you look at the 
breakup as a promotion, mm-hmm. as you know that the next person is going to be even better because you're not going to settle for less if you have yourself together. Right. You're not going to settle for less, so you're going to settle for better and you have more awareness of what it is that you're looking for. And even and like I said, the only way that person can be better is if they catch up. Otherwise, right. they're going to be in the same space. So That's it's important, right. for, not just for you to move forward, because it has nothing to do with whether or not he catch up or not. But if, if he's supposed to be there, he will. But it's not about whether or not he'll catch up. It's about you moving forward, because what's for you is ahead. It's not back there no more. Yes. You know, it's not back in the back of what it And so mm-hmm. if he catch up, it's going to require a growth in him as long as you're moving. Otherwise, you know, you right. keep repeating and keep repeating the same cycle over again and honestly that healing is in that release that you were talking about is all in the release mm-hmm. of knowing that you know my blessing what's for me is coming and all of this is just the lesson and I got to get out of it what I need to get out of it yeah. and keep moving just release so it's all in that release yeah release know what's for you notice what's for you is yours and yeah. that when you grow because I noticed this about me too uh-huh. um when you grow as an individual in this area, because you know, in that growth process, I had to learn things about me. I had to sit down and be introspective. I had to think about why I was doing certain things. I had to think about in my life, you know, what, what formed some of those habits that I was um, holding on to and what was making me the person that I was and what was helping me attract that type of person. And, you know, I was doing all of those things. And in that process, it allowed me to see what I needed to fix inside of me. So, you know, don't be intimidated by the things that need to be changed in you. Because Mm -hmm. like you said, once you start to navigate the dating world, Mm -hmm. that knowledge of self is what's going to help you identify what is good for you and what is not and you'll become less tolerable you won't be tolerating the things you did Mm -hmm. or the things that you attracted and I really believe that the energy around you changes and you start to attract a different type of person you know in that growth so don't be afraid of what that process of growth and healing and changing and evolving looks like so even if you revisit an ex and an ex comes back around you'll be connected because of the growth in that person Right. You know, and, and you know, if they're right for you. Hmm? Right. And that energy is really important because we can think that we've done something. And no matter what we're trying to trick the world to think and to see and to believe, uh, we're going to attract what we really are. Yes. So we can yes. say, you know, I'm over him and I'm doing this. I'm, but you have to truly be, let that release, have that release, let that expectation go. And don't make it where even the people that you're getting ready to date, the people you're getting ready to meet, if when you get ready to start dating again, don't make it where um, the release comes in. I'm not looking for a man. I'm not looking for a woman. I'm not looking for uh, a mate. I'm looking for somebody to share right now. So yeah. that part of getting yourself together, when you get yourself together for real, for real, and not mm-hmm. that stuff where I'm, uh, because I, 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 one thing that really bothers me is um, when I see a lot of people, and it's a, like beautiful women, who are sitting still and they are in this space where they say, okay, I'm waiting for a man to find me. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, step on some toes, Trina, step on some toes, girl. <laughs> I, and I know this, that's why I have to slow down because I want to be sensitive, you know, waiting for a man to find me. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to, you know, do my thing. Now, 
The only problem with that is you haven't released. You still have the expectation of what. So every person who comes in front of you becomes, is it him? Is it him? Mm -hmm. And when you're doing that, you are missing red flags. You are jumping from step one to step six super quick. Mm -hmm. You're making mistakes. You're doing things that with someone you don't even know for real, for real, because your mind is, is this my husband or is this my mate? So the release has to be, okay, you know what you want. You know that you're looking for a mate. You know you're looking for a husband or whatever it is. However, when you get in those spaces where, okay, I'm just going to sit still and, and it becomes like, okay, it's like, a mantra. I'm away from a man. I'm away from a man. I'm away from a man or a woman, you know, whatever. Yes. I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Then it becomes like this, it's like a pressure thing. It becomes like a, I'm like a pressure cooker. Yeah. It's not really a release at that point right now. That is more like a grip. Yes. <laughs> In fact. Like grip on, on that whole idea uh, around, you know, is that him? Is that him? So when you're ready today and you get out there, if you are seeing everybody as your husband, you're not ready. You're probably not ready yet. You're not ready. You're probably not ready yet. Mm-mm. Yep. You got to enjoy the journey. That's that's one thing that I am learning as a person. Like when a man approaches me now, because what I noticed too is that my energy changed. Mm-hmm. Like the type of people that I was attracting when I wasn't ready because I was still so madly in love with my ex and I was so devastated about the separation. When I realized that I was really releasing that, I noticed the caliber of man that I began to attract. It was different. You know, I was attracting a different guy at that point. And I noticed that I was able to receive it, but I wasn't ready to run off to matrimony with him. I was kind of seeing what he was about. Right. You know, and I I think that if we can get out of our headspace about, oh, he has to be the one I want to get married. Stop taking the, stop making it. He's got to be my husband. Enjoy the process because I think natural, right? Because it naturally you'll gravitate and naturally it'll bloom and grow. Just enjoy it. Right, right. You know, I feel like it will reveal itself. Yeah, and another thing with that is when you get in that space and you start having this, you know, we have a tendency to flap our mouths and we Mm -hmm. tell people, you know, my man is going to be this. He's, I mean, he's going to be a man of God. He's going to, and I can guarantee that every person that comes into your life are going to fit those criteria because you just told them. You just told me how to how to forge, you know, how to get into your castle. You know, yeah. you just gave me the password to your safe. So it's like, you don't have to go through. I just, my objection is just the extreme that people go to uh, when it comes down to that, to the point of just stopping their lives and the point yeah. of stopping living. And when you sit still like that, um, not to step on toes for, you know, uh, church folk, but when you are sitting in the church and, and that's all you're doing is sitting in the church and waiting for it your, you know, your mate to come. Mm-hmm. There's action behind that. There's action around uh, attraction. You know, you don't, you can't, I remember talking to somebody who say they're waiting for their husband, right? Mm. And they were waiting in their house for their husband. And mm. I'm like, how many postmen really come to your door? Because that's Lord, only you better say that. And how many postmen that come to your door are you going to be attracted to? And how many postmen that come to your door that you're going to be attracted to, that's going to be attracted to you. 
You do you want a postman? Do you want a postman in real life? <laughs> what I'm saying is who's coming to your door? There's action behind it. So you live your life according to the way your life is. And that way when you attract the person. So if you're sitting at home and you're praying, you're reading your, I'm not saying nothing against sex. So I totally believe in prayer. And I totally believe in, you know, reading your, your uh, books of doctrine. Right. Um, but if that's all you're doing, where are, where are you, where are you going? You're in one space. You have to be realistic. That's you true. have to be realistic. Most people don't just drop through your ceiling and say, hey, I'm the one for you. You have to make <laughs> movement. So if you're moving and you're doing things that you enjoy, which is why you have to get into who you are. Learn to love who you are. Mm-hmm. Learn to, uh, you know, what you like. So if you're a person who, hey, I like bowling. I never thought about bowling. When you go to the bowling alley, you're going to find people who like bowling. That's right. Um, you know, if you like reading and you have, you know, there's book clubs or there's bookstores or, you know, coffee shops or whatever, and you go where books are, you're going to find the person who likes books because you, you're attracting more of who you are. That's so right. So you have to continue living. You can't just sit still and say, he's going to find me. Because Honey, he ain't don't coming to that like house. Me. Look, he ain't <laughs> yeah. coming to that house because if he was, all of us would be together. Uh, right, in right. Because because UPS done been to my house a whole lot of times, and ain't no man came to my house that I wanted, honey. Let me just be honest with you, okay? When you you got that online me. shopping addiction, okay? And he don't show up. <laughs> Look, that's okay. what he's ordering from Amazon, trying to wait for the <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you know he ain't at that door. Okay, so no. both of us are very much focused on the core of who you are as a person and loving yourself. And I and I definitely believe that both of our followers um, individually and collectively understand that that's one of the points that we're going to make. But I want to kind of shift a little bit mm-hmm. into actually dating today in 2019. Man, we could just really get into this because it's really it's really so much, you know, when you're trying to connect yourself to another human that right. has their own things and their own process and their own journey and their own issues, you know, and their own relationship failures and all the other things that they look their own expectations and right. you know everything like that. So, you know, it is so imperative, like you said, it's imperative to really know you and to really come into an understanding with you and to really just value and cherish and respect and adore yourself as an individual because you're going to connect to someone else who you hope is as evolved and is still working on themselves and still growing and still have that understanding of who they are. But in the dating world, after you've gotten to that point where you've committed to yourself, you're committed to the healing, you're doing the work, you know, you're releasing yourself from some things that you thought you needed that really weren't for you. And you really got some other stuff that God has for you. And so now you're starting to accept those things. Now you want to get to the place where you're out there and you're really out there. And I don't want to say just men, but you know, my clientele is just women and yours is men and women. So let's just keep it open in this day and time. Where do you even find people that are quality? You know what I'm saying? Right. Quality. So I'm going to tell you this story and I'm I'm sure I'm going to forget the question. So remember the question. I'm going to come back to it. Okay. (laughs) When I first started dating, uh, when I first started dating, I was attracting a certain type of guy, Mm -hmm. a certain type of guy. 
and it was the same guy. The name starts sounding like I'm, I promise you, the name starts sounding like, like repeat names. I was attracting the same type of guy. And at one point, I got to where I was like, okay, what in, in the heck is going on? Right. Uh, because these people I'm attracting, they ain't got their stuff together, and they ain't ready for no type of relationship, or whatever. And I went through myself, had to reevaluate myself. And, you know, at first I thought it was, you know, childhood stuff, you know, because a lot of stuff we have from my, you know, I'm thinking that I'm just, you know, the underdog syndrome type thing. Mm -hmm. And then I realized that, you know, the thing with the underdog syndrome is I had just gotten out of a 23 year marriage. I wasn't trying to commit to anybody. And I was afraid of that commitment because of that. So I was dating and I was attracting guys who I knew I would not be committed to, or I would not make a commitment. You knew. is it, when I, when it hit me, I didn't know immediately, but when it hit me, instantly the Calvary guys that attract, that uh, came towards me changed. It was like instantly, and that, and so you asked the question. You said, "How do you find the quality man?" See, I remember it this time. So the way you find the quality man is become the quality woman. Mm. Point mm. Base. You but better put the facts out there, Trina. Because the thing is this. If you're in a space where you have put yourself on a level, the people you meet is going to have to be on that level. It's not going to be all down here because they're not there. So when you put yourself at that space, then you start seeing people at that level. Um, A lot of times we have these lists. Don't you you talk to me because I can pull out a notebook right now. Don't you talk to me. (laughs) I'm talking to you right now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Take those lists and freaking destroy them. And the reason I say that is because I think we limit ourselves so much. We limit ourselves so, so, so much when we look at these lists. Because uh, unless we're listing um, qualities, so <clears throat> to me, qualities that is a, that makes a human being human are almost automatic. I don't know if you need to list those, yeah. but he needs to be kind, he needs to be this, this, and this. So <clears throat> that should be automatic. Right. When we start adding, he needs to make six to seven figures. He needs to be 60 inches tall. He needs to be dark skinned. You start putting all these things on it, Mm -hmm. all these descriptives on it. Then it becomes, okay, so you have this person who is perfect. And out of all these women in the world, where you at? I'm telling you. you. Are you perfect? And not even that. I'm not saying that you, you, you can't, you have to be physically beautiful you have to be, you know in the best shape or whatever it is but it's all your stuff together you want an all-together man but are you all together yeah so if you want a man who is that seven-figure dude who you know building his wealth and building his you know empire if you're at home and you can't manage two hundred dollars god is not gonna put you if, if especially if you want a man of god if you're God is not going to put mess on his stuff. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, I'm going to put you with somebody who where y'all can grow together. I'm not going to put you where you would have you would destroy his empire. So if you want to, uh, you want a man who is, you know, fit and, you know, he's in the gym and he's taking care of himself and he's eating right. However, you over at McDonald's chilling out on the Big Mac. Girl, shut your mouth. Because, you know, I mean, you can get, I, I say, I believe moderation is everything. But that man ain't going to be in McDonald's, realistically. Right. That mm-hmm. man is going to be in the gym. So that is where you need to be. Yeah. You, <laughs> need, you need to tell your expectations, right? When you say, I, I, even going back when you say, get rid of your list, what I really think, 
about lists is that they're ever evolving, right? So even if you have a list, Mm -hmm. be cognizant that that list is going to evolve as you evolve as a woman or as a man, right? It should. So even if the core of what you need and the core of what you want is solid and stays the same, even if you have a list, be realistic in what your expectation is because you know what there was a time when I was saying we shouldn't have expectancy but then I had to go back because I heard a word mm-hmm. that let me know that if you are absent of expectation you are absent of hope that God will deliver on his promises to you right mm-hmm. so you can have an expectation but you have to be realistic in what that expectation is and where you are and like you said where you show up and, see, and, and it's in this, right. And, and what you're saying is absolutely true. And so say we have this list, say we have this list. And when I say throw away the list, I'm talking about the superficial list. So yeah, no, I know what, what you're I, saying. Yeah. So what I tell folks when it comes down to that list, and I know you, you probably heard this before. Um, when you create that list, go ahead, get the list out of your system, make that list as long and detailed as you possibly can make it as detailed as you want. And when you finish that list, you go through and you take away everything that a person cannot change about themselves. Yeah. And that, you know, I'm talking surgery stuff. So I'm talking, uh, they can't change their height. They can't change their race. They can't change their eye color. I mean, contact. I'm saying this is what you want. They can't change their complexion and all that stuff. So you mark all that stuff off because that's stuff that people, you know, nobody can change that. Right. And that doesn't determine who a person is. They just say what they look like. And then you go through that list again of everything that's left. And then you compare who you are. If you don't match what you have left on that list, cross those things out. Now, you don't have to erase them, just line through it because you can always work to that. You can always build yourself up. But whatever you have left after you've gotten rid of everything that they can't help and you've gone through and and, uh, marked through the things where you don't match. So like I said, you know, if you're not responsible, you don't have to have a million dollars if you want a millionaire, but are you responsible with your, you know, finances? You don't have to be the healthiest person in the world, but are you committed to being better with your fitness? You know, so you don't have to be, you don't have to be at the top of the ring, but you have to have some type of commitment to making that better inside of yourself. If you're not there yet, whatever is left on that list, that's your man. Yeah. <laughs> that's your man. <laughs> right there. Those are the five things that left. Yes, that's your man right there. Now, yes, not to saying that you, you can't do better. Because if you want to do better, then you got to be better. Because your list yes. can, all like you say, is ever-evolving. Ever it will continue to grow as you continue to grow who you are. And it's then you get your equally yoked guy. Then yeah. you get that. You know, and you don't have to, you know, even that even yeah. applies to when you've gotten yourself together, you know, then that this person who's a little bit less than or not on vibing on your level is not for you. And you don't go into that process thinking, okay, because I want somebody so bad, I'm going to settle for this without knowing that I'm just settling for this. You know, you're not mistaken if you decide to go that route. So when it kind of comes down to the people you attract, you'll be able to tell immediately the people who are where you are. Yep. That's you right. You're going to know. Entertain the other stuff. Yeah. 
And you know what I noticed even too, for me with the whole dating thing or the meeting the men, I can spot their hesitation in relationships. I can spot, you know, issues that they have with dating and women. I can spot issues they have with themselves. I can spot that they've had issues in the past. Like Mm -hmm. I can see it now because I have made the commitment to myself to be a better person. So even if I attract a guy that might be broken like I did in the past. I can see him now and Mm -hmm. I can accept him as he is and not make him more than what he is. And I think that is too where we fail ourselves is that we want to make somebody more than what they are because we see something in them. But I have learned that no matter what you see in a person, if they can't see it in themselves, you can't enlighten them. They got to come to it on their own. Yes. You know yes. what I'm saying? You got to let them come to the promised land by themselves. Yes. That's not your job. It's not your job to fix a man. It's not your job to usher him into himself. He has to be committed to that process on his own and vice versa. So yes. I think that's where we also fail when we start initiating this process. You got to walk away. You can maintain a friendship because you never know. He might come yes. around and evolve and you still sing and then boom, there's a there's right. a magic spark. But if he's not there, you can't make him come in the room. You can't make hey, him come. Hey, Everybody always talk about that. I was talking to one young lady, and she was talking about you know, you know, everybody can change. Yeah, everybody can change. And people, and I have no doubt that everybody can change. But you mm-hmm. can't change if You yeah, can't. You better say that. A person changes is because they want to change. Yeah. You can put you can put clothes on a on a monkey and call it a gentleman as much as you want to. Yeah. That person ain't changed on the inside. You just he's put still a monkey. Yes, honey, he's still a monkey. He's okay. Still a monkey. You, you gotta let him be. So, and until that person is ready to make the change themselves, ain't nothing really you can do. So, the point comes down to: Am I ready to raise? Try to raise somebody who's already grown, who's probably just gonna get what they need from me? Because, like I said, they're not gonna change unless a person okay. is ready to change. And you know, if you so dress up a be- monkey, would you say, huh? <laughs> I was about to say, because you know what? If you dress up a monkey and you don't realize he's a monkey, he's going to perform in the circus in your life and your life is going to become a circus. Yes. You better hear what I'm trying to yes, tell you. Yes, Wallam and Bailey Circus. You will be a sideshow in the circus somewhere. You understand what I'm trying to tell you. Indeed. <laughs> okay, so if you want to be the sideshow, then you keep playing around dressing up these monkeys. Yeah. Exactly. That is the fact, honey. That is the fact. Okay, so give me, give the audience your tips and tricks on dating in 2019. (laughs) What things would you suggest should be going on right now when you enter into the dating world? First of all, know who you are. Mm. Know who you are. Make sure self-esteem Self-confidence is not gained by anybody but self. Yes. That's why self-esteem, self-confidence. If you depend on somebody else to build it up, you can be highly, highly, highly disappointed. Mm. So know who you are. Build yourself up. Learn to trust your intuition. Your intuition never tells you wrong. Never fails you. Never, never, never fails you. Listen to your intuition. Don't be in the part of releasing is... You're not so desperate that you're willing to accept whatever is placed in front of you. When we get into a point where we haven't released, we start getting like, okay, we start overlooking red flags. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, get to that point where you are okay with, when you're okay with yourself, you don't, it don't become like, I, I gotta have, I gotta have a man, I gotta have a man, I gotta have a man. When you're okay with yourself, you fully cook, you good. So my cookie analogy. <laughs> don't mess gotta, up cookies for me, Trina. Don't you mess up cookies for me now. <laughs> you know, I had people say, you know, well, I went into this relationship and I gave my everything and then you're crushed when they leave because you mm, been there. So my cookie analogy is this. If you imagine your life as an endless bag of cookies, that means the bag is never going to go uh, empty. So you are endless bag of cookies and you have your bag all filled up and it's going to continue to be cookies there. When a person comes into your life, you share your cookies with that person. You don't give them the whole freaking bag. But like when that person leaves, that person just shares something that you have an endless supply of. That yeah. is the, uh, the, the self-love thing that comes into play. Yeah. I can share my love with you, but I don't need you to complete me because I'm already completed. Mm. When you came into my life, you're sharing with me. You're not taking anything away from me. So even though we may mourn that relationship, we don't feel as if we've given our life and given our everything. Else, right? You're mourning mm-hmm. the end of that relationship and you're ready to move forward because you still hold. You still hold. You so, do. So that is the important, the most important thing is to get yourself to a place where you are loving from an overflow and not giving all of you up. Yeah. So that's the main thing. Look, love from an overflow. Trust your intuition. Uh, make sure that you have gotten yourself to a point where you already have. Uh, you do not depend on anybody else to build your self-esteem or build your confidence because you already got it. Stop and, going into these relationships as a half of a person. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. I'm, I'm speaking. I, I had to speak to me because the funny thing is when my last relationship ended, mm-hmm. I was so destroyed. And I used to say when he left, I did not know who I was. I was so broken. I had poured so much into what we were doing together that there was a deficit in in what I was doing for me. And I think in the healing process, I learned Mm -hmm. that you should never give all of yourself. When you understand the significance of self-love and when you understand what it means to truly care and nurture and develop the person that's inside of you, you never give your all to anything but Christ. That's it. Because you realize the significance of being a whole person operating in a relationship as a whole person. And I honestly had to look at myself and say, I've never been in any relationship as a whole person. Yeah. My God, like, can you look at yourself and say, I entered into every relationship that I ever been in, in my entire adult life as a half of a person. Mm-hmm. And you're looking so, for somebody else to feel You're looking gaps. for somebody else to feel it. And so that when it comes down to, okay, I'm not whole and I need somebody to fill that gap. Sometimes you're willing to take that, you know, 20%. Yes. And that's all that there is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when you're full, when you have yourself together, it, it, when they come in and you share it, even if they come in, it's not, I'm not saying don't give your all to the relationship. Don't give all of you. Is yes. What I'm yes. You know, of course, 
I think relationships should be open and it should be full of communication. And if you love, if you love it, you know, I want to talk, I want to talk. If I want to love, I want to love. If I want to, whatever it is, I think you should be just who you are and you should be able to be that person inside that relationship. So you can give to the relationship. You just don't give and compromise yourself. Compromise yeah, situations. Yeah. Situations are to be compromised, not yourself. That's right. And you know what? Participating in and practicing self-love allows you to distinguish between giving all of you and giving your all. Mm, That's a word right there, Trina. We're gonna have to write that down, girl. You better say that. (laughs) That's the difference of giving your all. (laughs) Yes, girl. That just was a word. You gotta say that again now. That's what I'm saying. And, and, and it's so true. You yep. have to understand the difference. And when yep. you are truly, truly focused on um, giving the things to yourself that you need, you can distinguish between the two. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it is really that easy. It is. It really is. We easy. make it hard. We make it hard because of all this stuff we have going on up in here. We make it hard. We make it hard. Okay, so let's cl- let's close out because you and I, girl, we can do this. <laughs> we can do this forever with this energy. Yes, um, yes. Close out with giving your tips on the one big elephant in the room, which you know is a difficult thing for me. Um, but online dating, online dating in 2019. Give your top tips for online dating in 2019 because I think that's where a lot of people are beginning to really embrace it you know it was so taboo at one point but now people are starting to really embrace it and I'm still kind of like that person that wants to authentically meet him out at the island target because you know that's where I'm always at so I just need Jesus to bring my man to target because I need little girl, I need him to be in the aisle where I'm getting a little smoothies for Alana so you know he can come on in the aisle because he gets the smoothies from somebody he know and he just run into me in the aisle while I'm trying to get the smoothies. Uh, so my top tips for online dating. First of all, to address that taboo. Know that the people who are online are not from Mars, they're not from Venus, they're not from Pluto. They're all from here on Earth. So everybody you're going to meet out there are going to be the people who are online. So you're not meeting anybody different in this. It's like you're not meeting people from outer space. So that's the first thing. Um, The people in church, the people in, in the grocery store, the people in Target, they're online. Trust and believe they're online. It's the way of the world. Technology, we're so busy and trying to reach people. And plus, I think it's an awesome thing because it allows you to meet people you would never meet otherwise. Mm-hmm. So to get rid of that taboo, first of all, when you go out online, if you decide to go out online, and I please go with some type of discernment. There are many people, um, just like they don't come from outer space, but sometimes they can, you know, they they close to seem like they they have kinfolk there. So you have to be very discerning in who you uh, deal with, the same way you're discerning about the people who you meet in the grocery store. Mm -hmm. If a person is saying something the wrong way, you don't 
reimagine it to make it something else just because it's written or just because you you know it's text or whatever it is right so always be aware of that always be cautious always be safe uh when it comes down to online if you decide to do online i would recommend paid sites simply because it doesn't stop you know creepers from coming to paid sites but um you have less creepers who instead of everybody who come for free at least you know there's some form of commitment even if right. it's a minimum amount um when you go online, your personality, show your personality. And if, if you were writing an online profile, one of the things I would suggest to you would put target. You know, I'm one of those people, you know, because you write about who you, you know, who you authentically is. You write about your experiences. You don't write about, you know, well, I guess you could, but I wouldn't recommend it. You could because people write about, look, I want you to yeah. shop at Target and not Walmart because Walmart is con- too much confusion. So, so in my talking, we got a problem. We're gonna talk about what you like. So as your descriptive, instead of saying, I like shopping, I like holding hands and taking romantic walks, you know, your description can be something to, you know, if I'm not at Target, you know, just cruising the aisles, I'm doing this. And you know, you kind of put the type of person, you kind of put your personality into it and you kind of let them know who it is without going to that generic stuff that everybody in the world likes. Right. So you don't really, you know, uh, some folks say men are not really reading profiles. I do believe they do. Some people, some men do read the profiles, but um, I say that your pictures are important as well. Make sure you post, uh, I say at least three pictures. One is a um, headshot, a recent headshot within the past two years, no later than two years. Uh, Six months. I'm sorry. Six months. (laughs) Not high school. Six months, Trina. Not when you was in college, you know. <laughs> but then, but then uh, no, more than, no more than two years. No more than, I would say, if you want to make your experience as nice as possible, be current. If you wear your hair, especially as African-American women, we, have a, we like to wear braids, we like to wear, you know, extensions, we like to wear weaves, we like to wear, you know. If you wear, whatever way you wear your hair most often, at least put one shot of that in there so there's no surprises. You know, if yeah. you always wear it and then all of a sudden you don't have that, it's become something different. Be who you are. And uh, at least one shot of an experience, something that where you are actually enjoying yourself uh, out into the world doing something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would suggest that to be the third type of picture. Um, So as far as online, yeah, just go out there, have fun, be discerning, trust your intuition. That is always rule number one with me. Trust your intuition. It will not lead you wrong. Yes, honey. Trust yourself, grow, commit to you. Because I'm going to tell you what, when you commit to you above all, it all falls into place because you're always going to do what is caring and in concern and in protection of and in growth of you as a person. So you've got to put, not in a selfish way, but you've got to be concerned about you. Mm-hmm. And you've got to be ready to get into a relationship with you. You got to get that. You got to get that fear out of there. You, you got to get it. You got to love you beyond love, so that you understand what it is that you need and what you bring to the table for yourself and what you will allow and what you want because when you don't truly know you or truly love you in the way that you should you accept anything and that's how we get in these relationships where we accept a half of a man or a half of a woman and we try to make up what they lack even though we lack right you know so 
basically trying to build a house with three bricks. Yes. We don't have enough to build our stuff and their stuff. Yes. So just be yeah. mindful of that and have yeah. fun. Have fun and know that this is a dating site. Dating is to meet people, plural. Yeah. So if you're talking to a person and he's talking to somebody else, know that that is the purpose of the dating site is to meet people enjoy the process and understand that just because a person communicates with you does not mean you're in a relationship. Yes, honey, please take that off. You are not in a relationship with every man that texts you back. Okay. Exactly. Or that every woman that texts you back. That is not your no person. No future fantasizing. No future fantasizing. Girl, cut it out. <laughs> well, I want to thank you. You know how much I adore you. So I'm grateful that you came on to um, the podcast. And um, as we wrap up, I just want you to let everyone know how to reach you and leave any of your last words. Okay, well, I can be reached at uh, Aloma Life Coaching. If you're on Facebook, I'm on Facebook. Um, you can always email me at info at trinajones.com. And that's Trina with an E, T-R-E-N-A, Jones.com, uh, if you want to email me. Um, I'm also on Instagram at Aloma View, A-L-O-M-A-V-I-E-W. Um, what else? Where else am I? Um, yeah, <laughs> that's where She's I am. She's available. I'm, available. I'm, 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 I'm there. I'm there. Right. And uh, last words is just be happy. You know, uh, let all of that extra stuff go, you know, get into a space where you are actually digging on you first. And then, you know, when you get yourself together, everything else is going to be manageable. Mm, girl i love every word of that dig on yourself honey that is another word that is another word dig on yourself i'll get way back then dig on yourself i'm pretty dope you know you when you start getting that out you know you start getting that i'm pretty i'm i'm pretty hot you know i'm pretty all that i got my own thing knowing that word is girl when you know that word honey it all falls into place and then you know what knowing the worth helps you not feel so obligated to jump into something with somebody else because you know how amazing you are you know what you bring to the table exactly you know you know what you're worthy of okay so Thank you so much, my dear, again for being on. And I will make sure everyone knows how to reach you. Thank you, lady. I appreciate it. I enjoyed it. I always enjoy talking to you. <laughs> I know. Me too. All right, loves. I hope you guys enjoyed that interview as much as I did. And I hope you guys laughed and on top of that, gained some insight into some of the things that may be holding you back. I mean, man or woman, trainer coaches both. Um, I know that most of my demographic uh, is and and gender is not based towards uh, the man, but hey, this information is useful for any and everyone who is hesitant about getting out there. So um, use the information. It's there for you. And that is what we come on here to do to just impart our words of wisdom onto you. For those of you who are seeking new and additional information to grow as individuals. So with all of that, again, I'll post Trina's information um, at the along with the podcast. And just to close out for you guys, I want you guys to know that PBC is full and busy um, throughout the year. There are always activities and events. Coffee and Combo is every single fourth Saturday of the month from 12 to 2, which is the new time. 
I put it at a new time because even though I like mornings, some people don't like mornings and it allows me to get my community service done in the morning and then get over to my event in the afternoon. So it's a win-win for me. Um, every month we have very powerful and impactful conversation. No matter who comes, we talk about any and everything. And I really believe it's special. It's magical. And it creates a safe space for women to really feel like they can deal with some of the things that they need to deal with. And I can help them with some of those things in that setting that they feel comfortable enough to share. Also, June 1st uh, at 9.30 a.m. will be PBC's second workshop entitled the Be Powerful Workshop. Those tickets are on sale right now for $55. I have just added a new coach to the lineup. Well, she doesn't know that she's a coach, but in my mind, she's a business coach who is specifically focused on uh, helping you identify your purpose. And again, she's another person that I read her energy connected to her on social media. And um, we are hanging in there and building. And I think she's a beautiful person and she has things inside of her that she can share from a Christian entrepreneurial perspective. So she just got added to that roster. So it'll be a treat. We're going to have some hot seat coaching sessions. We're going to have some good food, maybe some mimosas. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> on whether or not we're going to do that, some sponsors, some swag bags, some great connections, as I always try to facilitate at all PBC events. So don't miss out on that. The seating is going to be limited there because the venue is pretty small. So I'm only selling 30 tickets um, to the event. So if you want to come grab your ticket now, you definitely don't want to miss out on that. That's going to be real full and impactful as well. So just jump on the mailing list. Um, that way you'll be able to hear about any and everything that's coming up in the business. Uh, my new book just hit Amazon maybe two weeks ago. Mending after the break, you can order it there or you can go to www.purposefullybecomingwithoutthee.com and you can order a book directly from me and I can sign it for you and mail it to you. So definitely don't miss out on the opportunity to get those while those supplies last because they are definitely limited. And again, um, always remember, guys, just to be graceful with yourselves. You are getting where you want to be. That's my imparting words for you this week. Be graceful with yourself. Every step is a new step. So don't be hard on yourself. Pat yourself on the back for every win, even if it's small. You know, we're out here being our toughest critics when sometimes we really need to be the ones lifting ourselves up because sometimes we don't have someone to do that in the moments that we really really need it so you have to learn to be the person that can lift you up when you're down and in those moments is when you really need to reflect on the people who are in your circle as well but I won't get into that I won't get into that but be graceful have a beautiful and blessed week and I will see you guys next time around <laughs>